welcome to Zoom O'Clock with your host, Tessie Anthony de Nassau. This podcast brings you enlightening discussions with leading experts and public figures directly to your ears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Zoom O'Clock with your, with your hosts, Tessie Anthony de Nassau and Theodore today. Um, I have a dear, dear, dear friend of mine, as usual with my podcast, it's all people that inspire me personally. Today, I am speaking to Corinne Kahn, Minister of Family, Minister of Integration and Minister of the wider Luxembourgish region. Hi, Corinne. Hello, everybody. Hello, Theodore. So we're going to start, as we said um, before, in Luxembourgish, because we're both Luxembourger, and it's important to include our beautiful language, and then we will switch back to English for the podcast in, its, in itself, because our wider audience is more English speaker speaking than uh, Luxembourgish, sadly, for now. Who knows, in a few years, maybe there will be more Luxembourgish speakers as well in, in America and in Russia and in, in France. But until then, we need to do it in English. Is that okay with you? Perfect. Perfect. Also, my lief Corinne. Um, kann ich dich Corinne nennen? Natürlich. Super. Corinne, also, um, you are the president of the DP, the Demokratische Partei in Luxembourg. You, as I said, you're the Minister of Family, Integration and Minister of the wider region in Luxembourg by the Luxembourg government. You are a um, politician and MP in Parliament in Luxembourg. Before that, you were a journalist. You also were the owner of Chaussures Léon, as I could see here, and the president of the Union Commerciale de la Ville de Luxembourg. Wow, Corinne, also du es wirklich viel Hanata und du musst auch ganz, ganz viel. Komm, ich fange mal an mit Ministère de Famille. Das Ministerium von mir, also ich gucke hier auf den Instagram, du warst immer noch weh. Und ich fand das so wichtig, was du da machst, weil ähm, du machst sicher, dass wir Mamen und Pappen, Bopen und Bomen und Caregivers, äh, Schulen, Le Lehrer und alles, dass wir wirklich von nicht können, mit Thema von mir, dass wir wirklich schon was wir brauchen, für neue Kammer zu gucken. Erzähl uns ein bisschen davon. Ja, das war eine von meinen Motivationen, die wir haben, in die Politik zu gehen, dass ich fand, dass Work-Life-Balance gebraucht wird, reformiert zu gehen. Das heißt, du hast deine Bewegungsshows, du kannst schaffen an den Bewegungsshows und das kann leider nicht verhindern. Das ist aber wichtig, dass sowohl Mama wie auch Papa Zeit tun, für hier kann, ohne aber hier Arbeit abzugehen, ohne sich an irgendein Aufhängigkeit, äh, par rapport zu ihrem Partner zu beginnen. Und dafür, äh, das war eigentlich von meiner größten Motivation, ich werde schon Politik gegangen sind. Das war für die Mama und Papa mehr Zeit zu geben, mit ihrer Kanna, ohne dass sie den Schwamm müssen, man abzuhalten, mit schaffen direkt. Und ich meine, da haben wir zum Beispiel die neue Conge Parental angefangen, wo wir auch gesehen dass ganz, ganz viel, ähm, Leute, ganz viel Pappen, die Konge Parental holen. Für die Wahlnehmende Mama-Welt war aber schlecht remuneriert und ganz rigid. Das ist viel Männer rigid, das finde ich flexibel. Und da sehen wir, dass am Anfang schon mehr Pappen den Konge Parental holen wie Mama, weil am Anfang ganz, ganz gut zwischen uns, weil wir hätten ja gerne, dass die Mama und der Papa beim Baby sind, der Baby kennenlernen, Zeit man kann verbringen und aber auch können weiter hier Karriere machen. Und das ist zum Beispiel etwas, wo mir immens im Herz leidet. 
den Zukunftschancen natürlich von der Kanada. Ihr wisst, dass heute die Lützebüsche Wahl 50 Prozent von den Leuten nicht die Lützebüsche Nationalität tun. Da muss man gucken, dass man aber all die Kanada, die nämlich Zukunftschancen gehen, dass alle gut Kanada können, gut anschauen, etwas lehren, ihren Beruf können wählen und, und dann eben auch ja, nur frei schaffen, äh, kann kreieren, eine ein, ein gute Lebensqualität tun und Zukunftschancen von der Kanada, selbst bei uns bei der Demokratischen Partei auch extrem, extrem um, um Herzleid. Dort und natürlich äh, geht es darum, die Ehler, Leute, die jetzt Lebenslang geschafft haben, die jetzt Lebenslang für uns da waren, so gut wie möglich zu begleiten, dass sie aktiv alle können gehen, dass sie nicht krank gehen, dass sie auch sie ein, ein gut leben können und dann noch Leute, die leider vielleicht eine, eine Behinderung haben, ein inklusiv Feld gestalten, für das sie für ihn so leben kann, wie er will, so wie er für richtig findet, damit er Filme will und dann natürlich aber auch uns um die Kameraden, die nicht so gut gehen, ich denke da zum Beispiel und Leute, die Kinder hier haben und so, dass man genug Strukturen haben, aber vor allem auch genug äh, Sozialabstörungen drin, die die Leute helfen, nicht nehmen äh, Day-to-Day, das muss auch sein, aber vielleicht auch nicht aus der Misere rauszukommen, ob ich Face zu fallen und das Leben nicht selber zu, zu gestalten. Das ist wirklich super. Also, das ist ging. I will continue in English then, just to make sure. Um, so, You would say as well that uh, so the, the part of the Ministry of Integration is very, very much intertwined then with the Minister of Family, as far as I could hear. It is. But actually, as I just said, in Luxembourg, we have almost 50 percent of the population who doesn't have the Luxembourgish nationality. And so integration is a, a big concern here in Luxembourg because we don't want people to live side by side. We want people to live together. And so we have so many people coming to Luxembourg every year to work here in different companies and their children go to school. And so it's so important for us that they get to know us, that they get to know our traditions, but also that we get to know them, that we grow together and that we can build this country together for the for the future. That's so important for us. So integration is a very, very big concern of this government because uh, it's a social cohesion and it's um, it's very important that um, that people who arrive in Luxembourg feel at home and that the that they are integrated and that we get to know each other and grow together, actually. Very, very nice. That is something I really loved about Luxembourg because we are so diverse and it's, it's this multi-culti, as everyone says, and it's really important to include everyone as much as possible. Going over then to, uh, you mentioned it already briefly, that it is important to your political party, the DP, the Demokratische Partei. Can you tell us for our listeners on young people specifically who will be voting in the next year and a half selection, what is the DP about? What are the main aims of the DP and where do you focus on for the next election specifically? Yeah, it's it's uh, very large. Actually, of course, we focus on freedom. Everybody can has to live as he wants. You know, uh, everybody must be free to live the life. That, uh, that he wants to, to live with whoever he wants to live and where he wants to live. Uh, so that's, I think, the, the biggest concern. But uh, of course, work-life balance is something that is very important to us. Uh, we want young mothers like you, for example, to continue working, but to have enough time for their kids. And uh, same for the, for the dads. Uh, we come out of a, of a period where very often the, the, the mother stayed at home 
and the dad uh, continued to work. And we want both to have more time for their children and uh, more time also to, to, to work. So work-life balance is something very important. That's why we introduced uh, the, the new parental leave where more um, fathers take it now than, than mothers, uh, which is really, really great because we don't want anybody to be dependent on anybody. And then when I'm talking about kids and I see your very, very cute baby, for us, it's very, very important that all the children have the same chances in their life. Um, never mind of if they are Luxembourgish or not Luxembourgish, if their parents are rich or not as rich. Uh, yeah, it, it's important for us that the children have the same chances and uh, we work on that uh, at school and, uh, and we work on, on that um, yeah, around school that every child uh, can, yeah, can make the hobbies that, that he wants uh, or she, uh, that every child uh, yeah, can, can succeed in school and choose his job later on. So the, the chances, the future chances, opportunities for kids is something that is really, really important for, for our, our party. And then also the young people, I mean, we come now uh, out of a period that was very, and that still is quite, um, um, yeah, uh, heavy for, for kids, for young people. I have five teenagers at home. So um, uh, for them, uh, they couldn't go out. They couldn't go for, to, for, to school for a moment. Uh, it, it was quite a difficult period. It still is. And um, for us, it's important to, to, to consider what they feel, what they want, what they need especially, and to not to decide for, for other people, but to decide together with the people what they need and what we as politicians can do for them so that they can have a, a good or a better life. Wow, five teenagers. I did not know that. I knew that you have children, but I wasn't aware that it is five of them. That is impressive. Um, two, two are mine. Two, and so a beautiful Patrick family. As, as we do, we also four children here now with Theodore, and I think that's wow, that's amazing. So tell me, Corinne, um, how is it for you as a woman in Parliament when you started as well? Because that has been a while ago. How was that transition for the male politicians as well to see more female politicians now in the Chambre des Députés as well? Have you always been welcomed with open arms? Um, let's say like this. First of all, I was an MP only for three weeks, so I cannot really talk about uh, me being an, uh, a member of parliament because I have been there only for, for three weeks. Um, I, I always, I, I don't want to say that something is better or worse because I'm a woman. Uh, as well, I don't, as I don't want to say uh, that something is better or worse because I have a Jewish background, for example. When I was young and I uh, went uh, for a job and I was not uh, taken, I never said it's because I'm a woman or because I'm Jewish. I, I thought, okay, it's because I was not good enough or I don't fit into the team or whatever. So um, I'm not very uh, keen on always saying it's because I'm a woman that I'm uh, weak or strong. Um, I'm me. 
and uh, I, I I don't really like uh, quotas. So um, of course you can you can sometimes play with it when you're just the only the only woman. I I remember that I was an elected member of the Chamber of Commerce here in Luxembourg, and there were mainly men or almost only men, and I was not only a woman but I was quite young at that time, and uh, so. Uh, it was a bit weird, probably, for some of them who were used of being only between men uh, of, a, of a certain age, maybe even. But I think this has already changed. Um, so um, I, I don't feel, I, I, I think that we all should be role models, but not because we are women, but because of what we do and because of, uh, of, uh, of what we, yeah. I, I see this with, with my kids also. Uh, uh, very often, I see it with other women. Uh, very often, women uh, have more less self confidence. Actually, I think we are a little bit more. You know, if you if you ask a woman to do something, she will say, oh, "I'm not sure whether I'm the right person to do this. Uh, maybe I cannot do this, etc." Um, we should be more self confident. I think as as women, that's yeah. That is a very, very nice way how you put it, because I agree that um, we should not reinforce these stereotypes that we say, oh, because I'm a woman. And I totally agree that we all have our own self-worth and our own capabilities and that um, that we should hire our own capabilities if possible. I do understand as well the other side where we say, well, if we do hire on capabilities in some traditional societies, specifically in Switzerland, for example, um, they will hire more men eventually, just because that is as it, as it always has been. Here in Switzerland, women are still not paid the same as men for the same work. And it's very, very well known. And it's a big problem, I think. So, um, yeah, but I, think I think it's, uh, sorry, Tessie, but I think it's the same uh, uh, everywhere. But uh, still, if we make the law, you know, when you, uh, I used to be, to, to be an employer, and when you have the choice between a, a, a man or a woman of, uh, let's say, they are both 30 years old, uh, then at the time, uh, people would have tend to take the man because they would say, oh, because the woman, she doesn't have kids yet, she will get kids and then she will be raped from work, etc. When you allow man or when you... Um, tell men to stay at home uh, with their kids for a certain uh, period of time, uh, then you have an equality between men and women. Okay, it's still the woman who, who is pregnant who will uh, give birth. But still, we want uh, men to, to take more responsibilities at home. And if they take more responsibilities at home, then for an employer, it's going to be, you know, there's, there will be no difference anymore between hiring a man or a woman because both of them could maybe take some time off to, to take care of the children. So I think this is how it, how it should work. We should make the equality also at home. And if we have an equality at home, then uh, the equality will uh, also be in the job because uh, there will no longer be men who don't stop working and to make career who are in their career and women who stop working and to take care uh, about the kids when they are young, etc. I think uh, the laws must be that that uh, everybody, men and women, take more responsibility everywhere at home and at work. I really like what you were saying, and I agree with you because. 
I, I have been talking the same way like you just did since a very long time. And it's actually the first time I hear a politician, specifically also a minister, speaking exactly like that, where we say we need to change it from the fundamental base from at home. And whatever happens at home that you can translate that as well, that, that uh, framework to your work life as well. And I think that is the only way forward. And as we Luxembourg often lead by example, if I may say, because it is the truth, um, when I look at other countries and their politics, Luxembourg is really not doing bad at all. I know that when you're in Luxembourg, sometimes people say, oh, our ministers, they could do better. But actually, if you do compare it to France, for example, and Italy and other ministries where, where they have also Ministry of Family and so on, I think Luxembourg is really standing out. So um, let me tell you, let me ask you then one last question before we go to my favorite question about your books or, or podcasts or so on. What's next, Corinne? What is next for you in the ministry? What is next for the MP, political party, uh, your role there, and also in your private life? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yes, in the ministry now, something that is really important for me is that we are going, hopefully, to have the new law about accessibility voted from the parliament in the next weeks. Um, accessibility is very important because when you talk about accessibility, we always talk about wheelchairs. Okay, they may they are part of it, but it's also for blind people, deaf people, uh, people who have another handicap that we want a world that is more accessible to everybody everywhere. So you, in Luxembourg, you will be, when you build a new building that is publicly open, it has to be accessible in different ways. Uh, when you uh, make, when you are a building that has already been built, it has to be transformed until 2032 uh, to, uh, to make it accessible. For example, a doctor uh, must be accessible for, for everybody you know, a commune uh, and administration. So that's uh, now the most important for the next weeks for me in the in the ministry. Then we are working on the new law about integration because, uh, as I told you at the beginning, it's a very uh, important topic uh, here here in Luxembourg. Uh, then, of course, we take care of our elderly. Uh, we have still a COVID uh, virus and. Uh, we have to take care of one of each other. So that's still a big, big, big challenge. Uh, uh, we opened yesterday the Wanderaktion, as we call it. Uh, we don't want homeless people to sleep in the street when it's cold outside. So I really they, like that initiative they, as well. A, a place where they can sleep uh, without being outside. They get something to eat in the evening, in the morning, in the afternoon, etc. So um, that's, that's what I'm working at right now. Uh, in the party, of course, we have a very good team. Uh, we have our prime minister, Xavier Bettel. I just uh, saw him because uh, making this, this podcast, I have my, my friends at government, uh, Claude Maisch, Mark Hansen, Lex Dallas, Pierre Gramenia. We are a very good team and we work very closely together also with the, with the members of parliament. Uh, with, uh, yeah, it's very important that uh, um, a party uh, work is a teamwork. It cannot go without uh, being a team player. So what we need, and we, uh, I, I talk a lot with young people. Yesterday I met somebody from uh, the young people. He's a student at university in Luxembourg. For me, it's very important to listen to what they have to say, to what, to how they want the the, the country to be tomorrow. And uh, so we try. Uh, to make a program for the next elections to 
to present the country of tomorrow without uh, forgetting people who are um, maybe afraid also of, of uh, too much change. We don't need much change. We just need to, um, yeah, to be more modern uh, also when it comes to uh, climate uh, change, etc. We, we have a lot of challenges and we should uh, make this, these challenges uh, together. We have two elections in uh, 2023, so we have a lot of uh, work ahead, but it's still one more year uh, to go, and there are many, many, many projects in this year before the, the year of the election. So, yeah, we, uh, we have a lot of work. We have a lot to do. Wow, that is really exciting. And I'm sure the young people listening to this... Um, also through your Instagram, you're very busy on Instagram as well. Everyone can follow you there, see your incredible work. So please do go and follow Corinne Kahn, C-A-H-E-N, on her Instagram. Um, I do, and I really love it. Um, so my last question to you, what is a book, podcast, or quote that has inspired you that you would like to share? Um Actually, every once in a while, I have a book, a podcast or a quote that inspires me. And when somebody asks me, I would not know which one to, to say. Uh, I would very spontaneously now uh, tell you a quote that I have read once. I don't even know if the quote has really been said or not. I think it, uh, it has been uh, Marilyn Monroe who should have said it. I don't know. I didn't verify if she really did. But it says... Um, La, la femme qui veut être légale à l'homme n'a pas d'ambition. So uh, the woman who wants to be the same than a man has no ambition. Uh, I like that quote. And I, I my role models are certainly Simone Weil, strong women um, like Colette Flash also here in, in Luxembourg. Uh, I like Michelle Obama, role models, uh, people who are positive. Uh, that's uh, why I, I really love Tessie Nasser because she's always positive. She, I love people who are positive, who have energy and who can give some of their energy to other people. So that is for me the most important. Now, there are many, many books that I love, that I loved. Uh, there are many podcasts that I, that I really like, uh, but uh, yeah, it's difficult to choose one now. So um, I, I leave it to the quote. Wow, I love that quote. I'm definitely going to take it and use it as well. I really think it's beautiful and it's so relevant. Why be like someone else? Like As I say, why be uh, as everyone else if you can be a unicorn, right? So um, really fantastic. Thank you for that. That is a really nice way of finishing this podcast. So thank you for your time. I think Theodore, he also wants to eat now. So perfect timing, Theodore. Thank you so much, Corinne. Now Thank I go you, back Tessie. to my most important work, which is being a mama to this beautiful little man. And um, we speak offline more. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day. And thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bon appétit, Theodore. <laughs> thank you for listening to this Zoom o'clock. We hope this discussion was insightful and has provoked some new ideas for you. Please share and subscribe. If you like to keep in touch with your host, you can find her on Instagram under Tessie underscore from underscore Luxembourg and on Twitter under Tessie underscore DE. <laughs>